Hey there. Let's listen to the global voices in drones and development. These are a series of masterclasses, interviews and discussion on the use of drones and drone-based technologies for sustainable development and social impact. So let's get started. We will be listening to Captain Regis Job from Tejas Aerodyne. Captain Regis Job has over 20 years of experience as a licensed commercial pilot, NTRO DGCS certified UAV instructor, qualified in airport and aviation operations and disaster management, equipped with specialized skill sets and practical expertise, and a proven track record of successfully managing and executing high-value projects from conception till completion whilst heading teams responsible for the same in the focus domains of aviation management and research captain regis job would be giving a brief introduction to bivelos flights in the stock beyond horizons unleashed uavs and their potentials captain regis job what is bivelos i'm sure all of you know beyond visual line of sight but what is important its importance is it cuts the leash that binds the rps to restrictive distance operations sure there are many operations that we have which are done within short line of sight distances however the future of drones or carrying of parcels or manned unmanned or other it's an oxymoron as i'd say manned unmanned systems lies in beyond line of sight and in the very near future beyond radio line of sight as we said unmanned aerial vehicles flying beyond distances outside the normal visible range of pilots is going to enhance the capabilities of drones especially when it comes to long range operations a small little slide showing you what is involved when it comes to beyond visual line of sight it's not just flying a drone further and further away it's a whole complex logistics involved we're talking about observers we're talking about monitoring we're talking about station keeping we're talking about integrating with the manned aviation eco space per se which has been in existence since 1904 however drones being the disruptive technology that it is the number of drones on the planet right now far outnumber the number of aircraft that exist in the world and as we say drones are the way of the future these operations provide numerous advantages over the regular line of sight flying number 1 they cost effective number 2 they are efficient cost effective most definitely it takes out the equation of the manned component and as one of my honorable co speakers had mentioned it is cost effective because the number of people that you need to fly these drones drastically comes down if i'm not too sure he mentioned that we could even move six aircraft with one pilot and that's where we're heading 
Now, if we have to harness the full potential of drones, as I mentioned, they need to be freed from the invisible leash that holds them back. It's not just the radio signal that is the invisible leash. It is also regulations. Regulations are something that are a necessary evil. Without proper regulations in place, we would be infringing into the manned aviation ecospace where manned aviation rules and regulations exist and set standards and procedures. And unless we are going to follow those set standards and procedures, we are definitely heading for a situation which could lead to an accident, an incident, or an event. As I mentioned, to do so, we need to establish standard protocols, procedures, emergency mitigation, communication, and integration into this manned aviation ecosphere. Also, while interfacing with a unified air traffic management system to conduct proper ex experiments with measurable results before permissions for beyond visualized sites can be issued. As of now, I'm sure you're aware, at least if I talk about India, we have progressed from the scale of conducting experiments to providing the comfort level to the Director General of Civil Aviation and to all the stakeholders and players that we can responsibly integrate unmanned aerial systems into this very said manned aviation ecosphere without an incident. And that's what counts. As you can see, what it takes to set up and establish the network required for unmanned aerial vehicles to be integrated into the system for beyond visual line of sight. Just to give you a few points, actively involved are the air traffic control, actively involved are ground stations, actively involved is the air traffic services, this integrates with manned aviation, aircraft that are flying around, and the unmanned aerial vehicles, and guides them to provide what is known as dynamic threat deconfliction. Just big words for saying, keep the airspace safe. As of February 2020, we had trained the pilots of the Divlas Consortia at Begumpet Air Force Base in Hyderabad. And currently, the teams are performing their trials and delivering their findings, data and results to the DGCA. I'm happy to say that many a team have finished, given in their results, and we're moving forward as to actual DVLOS operations, which has helped the industry. There are companies which are now performing medical deliveries. There are companies which, because of their BVLOS experiments are now able to provide defense level equipment, may not be weaponized equipment, but defense level equipment. We're talking about hostile areas. We're talking about far reaching areas where the atmospheric levels 
are completely, as you'd say, alien. We're talking about pressures at 36,000 feet. We're talking about temperatures that go right up to minus 30 degrees Celsius. And we're talking about drones, which are capable in operating in those conditions. As I said, we are an industry and we are growing. And once these standards have been formulated and established, ICAO 2 is working feverishly to get all this under its belt so as to establish a global kind of standard. We'll see the expansion of aerial medical services, drone delivery logistics, and critical time-bound packages, along with drone ports and drone corridors. It was amazing to see some of these during the Dubai Air Show. It was amazing to see an actual ecosystem in place for manned and unmanned aerial vehicles. Just to note a team that's doing really well, my respect to them. They started off as three youngsters who today have a company that is worth over, as, as of now, its net evaluation, if I'm not sure, is over 12 and a half million US dollars. They've been funded to a tune of about $4 million. They've performed in Papua New Guinea. They have performed in India and are producing positive results in the case studies of medical deliveries and cold chain logistics. They've also been assisted ably by Dr. Ruchi, who has seen them grow from being young entrepreneurs to what they are today. As we mentioned before, the key to BVLOS lies in logistics that includes the radio command and control communications link, telemetry, analog and digital AV signals, air traffic control and data communication, radar services, terrestrial navigation aids, satellite navigation. Yes, satellite navigation will eventually come into this country, whether we like it or not. Uh, abroad people use cell phones. Today we have internet via satellite, and these are going to be the communication links for drones of the future. And normal modes of electronic communication that include Wi-Fi, 5G data links, mobile and fixed line telephone services are also very relevant when it comes to air traffic control, all working in tandem in a well-coordinated and structured sequence to provide safe, secure, and critical services to the remote pirated aircraft industry. Pivotal flights typically require human intervention as some of the missions may be automated. This may also allow for easy access to remote or hazardous areas. This is what you just classify as a drone in the box. I'm happy to say I've had the opportunity to see it. Everything is automated right from takeoff, launching from the box, performing a mission and returning to the set box for analysis and for battery pack charging and also for data evaluation. Bivlos operations carry more safety concerns with the fact that the pilot may only be observing potential obstacles via remote camera feed. Or in the case of automated flights, there may be no human intervention at all. This means that there is an additional risk, risk of collisions with other aircraft. 
and damage to property of people, especially when these flights take place in non-segregated areas and airspace of higher density. Devious flights usually require additional and extra training and certification and are usually subject to permissions from the aviation authorities in many jurisdictions around the world. And it was, in fact, I was pleasantly surprised to see the levels to which RPS education has grown in leaps and bounds from just being informal courses being conducted to courses that specify certain subjects. We're talking about in the field of agriculture, we're talking about multi-spectral cameras, we're talking about thermal and thermography, we're talking about aerial surveillance, we're talking about survey, the list is endless. And we're talking about specializing in these. That aside, there are many laterals which are growing in the drone field, and one that is gonna drive the key factors that's going to drive this industry is the ability to perform BBLOS flights. With that, I'll sign out. I thank all of you present for being present. Do stay safe. And thank you so much for having me. Good luck. Thank you so much, Captain, once again, for your amazing presentation and your and this sharing of your learning and experiences. Do we have any questions or comments for Captain? Captain, we definitely have some uh, potential learners for you already lined up from various flying labs. That's what I see in the chat as of I'd, now. I'd love to answer some of your questions if I can. Great. Uh, does anybody have any questions? Maybe I can ask you one question, Captain. I can see right. people like TM who would like to join. You're more than welcome to let me know. I shall share my email in the group. If not, please do contact Dr. Ruchi and I'd be more than happy to assist you all. Great. We have connected your LinkedIn and your email address on the conference site. And I'm sure everybody will be interested in getting in touch with you. And maybe we can have some programs where we can invite all the Flying Labs members to learn from you, Captain, one day. It'll be my pleasure, Dr. Thank you so much. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Global Voices in Drones and Development. We will be releasing at least one new episode every week, and that would be on a Saturday. So please do tune in. And you're most welcome to join the Global Alliance on Drones and Development, where we would be having podcasts, videos, masterclasses, meetings, discussions, and much more. So see you around. Thank you for listening.